Welcome to the Bethel Church Podcast. Each week you'll be able to check in for our messages from Sunday and other material. We hope that our messages encourage you in your walk in daily faith with Jesus. Make sure to check out our website, BethelStratford.org. As we look into 2023, I always believe that God will give us a word for 2023. I believe he will give you a personal word, one for your own life. I believe you should be praying and asking him, Lord, what is it for me? What is it for my family? And he will give you different words, not just for yourself, but for your family. And he will encourage you. I believe the word for us as Bethel this year, I believe that God is calling us to the word step, step. In Proverbs 16, verse 9, it says this, In their hearts, humans plan their own course, but the Lord establishes their steps. As we look to this year, many of us will have goals. Many of us will have desires. Many of you last night, you made New Year's resolutions. Some of them, they're the same as 2022, same as 2021. If you're honest, they're the same as 2001. And you're just hoping that this is the year that you hold that resolution right through to the end of January. But I believe that he is calling each and every one of us to take a step. I believe God establishes our steps. Therefore, every one of you, every one of us should be taking some kind of step today. Not, not just this year. I believe you're supposed to take that step today. I believe you're supposed to desire and decide what you're going to do. I believe God is asking us to do at least one of these four steps. I'm saying one of at least four because I believe some of you are called to do all four. Let's just set the bar high. I believe some of you are called to do all four. Some of you, it's brand new. So taking one step is better than last year because last year we didn't take any. But I want to challenge you to take at least one. And I believe that God is going to call us, call you, call me to either stepping out. He's going to call you to step on. He wants you to step in or he wants you to step up. These are the four things that he's going to ask. He's going to ask you to step out. He's going to ask you to step on. He's going to ask you to step in or he is going to ask you to step up. See, what you have to understand as we read through Scripture, Peter, he stepped out of the boat. Moses, he stepped on holy ground. The priest, they had to fully step into the Jordan before it did anything. Maybe you're one step in and you're like, I don't understand. But you're not fully in yet. You're waiting for God to move, but he's waiting for you to take the step. See, Elijah had to step up the mountain to call down the fire. What is God calling you to do? See, Ross Cochran, he writes this. He says, as a boy, he was active in Boy Scouts, and he earned the rank of Eagle Scout. He was only the second person in his family to attend college. In 1950, a week after his 20th birthday, he became an uh, a naval aviator, and then an astronaut. 
Watching television as the dramatic pictures were broadcast to the world, I was aware that something, something had happened and he would never forget the image of that man. He was 14 years old. Neil Armstrong and his crew touched down at 2017-39 on July 20th, 1969. On television that day, my family and I saw Armstrong walk down the ladder and step out onto the surface of the moon. We all remember those famous words, that's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. He continues to write, he said, that Christmas... I had taken a monument step myself as also I gave my life to Christ. It was not a lunar landing. It only seemed like one small step, but it changed my life from that moment on. It is just like God to do this. He knows I am only able to receive his plan for my life one small step for a man, pieces. One small step in the direction he says to go is life-changing. See, many of us in this room, if you're like me, you hope that God today, as we talk about what step does he want us to take, you might hope that he shows you the end of the road. That he shines a bright light to the very end of the direction, the path that he has for you. That he's telling you to step into. That he's showing you every step of the way. But that's not how he works. I'll be honest, I wish he did. I wish he showed me the end of my life. And everything in between. But here is the reality. If he showed me that. I honestly believe that I would be too scared to take the first step. Because see, here's the thing. The plan that God has for your life is bigger than you can imagine because if it's not, then you don't need him for it. So if you saw the very end, if you saw the path that you had to take, you might actually chicken out. When God showed Joseph in two dreams what would happen, that his brothers would bow before him, that his parents would kneel before him, Joseph woke up a little bit happy. How do I know that? Because he ran and told his brothers. See, if God showed him your parents, your family, they're all going to kneel before you. And Joseph's like, man, not only do I have a cool coat, but they're all going to bow before me. If Jesus said, if God showed him, okay, just so you're aware, that's what's at the end. Now let me show you the path. I don't know if Joseph would have said yes. Luckily for us, God may have shown you the end. He hasn't shown you the in-between. But all he's asking you today 
is to take a step. Just one. Just one. See, Scripture tells me that he's a light to my feet and a lamp to my path. We were driving this Christmas. Um, if any of you tried driving anywhere, it wasn't fun. And when I was up home, uh, one of the things my family goes through a lot up there is windshield washer fluid. I honestly don't go through a lot down here. I don't know about you. But up there, they go through a pile. And all of a sudden, I was driving, and I stopped for gas. I jumped in the car. We went to take off so we can make up some time. And I realized driving... I can't see as far down the road as I think I should be able to. And I remembered when I stopped for gas, one of the things I don't do down here that often is I didn't use the windshield washer brush squeegee at the gas station to clean off my headlights. Because not only do you get a lot of stuff on your windshield, but it blocks your lights. See, again... God only shows us right in front. Doesn't show you any farther. But the amazing thing is, to please him, he asked for a step. That's it. One step. That's all he wants. And I believe this year as we take steps... He is going to encourage and lift us. He's going to encourage us to take another, but there's going to be excitement. There's going to be joy. Is there going to be challenges? Yes, because some of our steps will lead uphill. But Elijah had to go to the top of the mountain to call down fire. Moses had to go up the mountain to get the Ten Commandments. When you read about the people in the Bible that you like, that excites you, that you're like, man, I wish I could have faith like them, read their whole story without knowing the end. Well, Chad, I know all the end. I know that. Shift your thought process as you're reading and put yourself in it for a minute and go, I don't know that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego survived the fiery furnace. I don't know. And their words were, my God can protect us. But if he doesn't, we still won't bow. Hear the faith that they have. Hear the confidence that they have. They have the confidence that God can do it. They have the knowledge that he could choose not to. And they still took the step. I think in North America, I think in Canada, we believe that every step we take with Jesus should be with roses and butterflies. That's not the scriptures that I read, and that's not the life experience that I have. The scripture that I read and the life experience I have, that it doesn't matter what I'm walking in, what I'm walking through, or where I'm at, I am with Jesus. 
What step is he calling you to? Are you supposed to step out? Are you supposed to step out and share your faith this year? We talked years ago about inviting investing in one person. Is that what you're called to this year? Praying and asking God, okay, God, who is that one person? See, I'm not asking you to save your whole community. Just one. God, who is it that you want me to invite and invest in, invite them to your house, invite them for a walk, invite them to church, invite them for a coffee, and invest in their life? Maybe you're called to step on. Maybe you're called to step onto a team. Maybe you're supposed to be called to step on and begin serving at church or on a different area of ministry, a different place in the community. Maybe you're supposed to step on to St. Mary's and be a part of the launch team and join them. Maybe that's what God is asking you to do. Maybe he's asking you to step on and join our media team, even though you have no idea what to do and learn a new skill. Maybe it's stepping on and leading a small group, or maybe it's stepping on and joining Heavenly Hoops and serving and leading. See, one of the best ways for you to meet new people and feel connected is either joining a small group or joining a team. Because see, when you're part of a team, you actually become friends because you need your teammates. Maybe God is calling you to step in. Are you going to step in and you're going to join us on Sunday nights for the Hearing God seminar? Are you going to step into your relationship with God and grow and learn something new? Are you going to step in to the steps across the bridge course, the bait of Satan, and grow in your walk? Well, Chad, I don't think I have any bitterness in my life. I would love to sit down and have coffee with you and learn how you have no bitterness in your life. The Beta Satan book is one of the books and courses that I would tell you every believer, let alone probably every human being, needs to take and read every year. Why? Because it's called the bait of Satan for a reason. Satan wants to bait you into it. Our steps across the bridge are specific courses that we believe to help grow in your walk with the Lord. And these are offered throughout the year at different times as we have leaders to teach them and help us grow in our walk with God. Are you going to step into your relationship with Jesus Christ and step in deeper? Are you being called to step up? Where is God asking you to step up and be an example for him? See, Elijah, he stepped up the mountain. Daniel stepped up and ate differently and looked and acted differently. Each year, not only do I pray and ask Holy Spirit for a word for my life, I pray and I ask Holy Spirit, what fruit of the Spirit am I to work on this year? Not gift, fruit. What fruit of the Spirit am I supposed to work on? See Galatians 5, 23, the amplified version, it says this, the fruit of the Spirit, the result of his presence within us. See, when we spend time with God, this is the result of it. Is love, 
unselfish concern for others. So when I talked about inviting, investing in others, this isn't an investment. You're not looking for a return. You're just investing. Unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting. There is a difference between the ability to wait, because I don't know about you, I can wait. It's whether or not I have patience is the question. We can all wait because we all have to wait. The question is, are we patient? The, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. See, in Scripture, Paul, he encourages to seek the greater gifts. And he's talking about the gifts of the Spirit. And we believe here at Bethel of the gifts of the Spirit and that they are meant for today. And they're supposed to be active today. But I also want to remind us that Jesus taught that they will know us by our fruit, not our gifts. Jesus says this in Matthew 7, verse 15 to 22. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are vicious wolves. But their fruits, by their fruit you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit. And a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down, thrown into the fire. Thus their fruit, by their fruit, you will recognize them. This is why our fruit is actually more important than your gift. Because Paul tells us, without love, you're a sounding gong. What fruit are you working on? Our fruit is so important to how people see Jesus. It's not about how they see you. Yes, that is there. But what you have to recognize is your fruit is how people will see Jesus Christ. Because you might be the only Christian in their life. How is he calling you to step up? Psalms 19, 119, 133 says this. Direct my footsteps according to your word. Let no sin rule over me. The best way to start off this year is by taking a step in the right direction. Taking a step towards God is always the right step. Always the right step. How many people waited till midnight last night? Celebrated. I didn't. I was in bed. Completely honest. Here's what I'd like you to do for a moment. I'd like everybody to stand with me. And if you need to, I want you to hold the chair in front of you. If you need to. And what I want you to do is I want you to lift your left leg. Lift your left leg so your left foot is off the ground. Everybody's left foot off the ground. Don't push people over. That's not nice. Yeah, but he's back. He's here for just a short period, so you get blamed, not him. 
Everybody's left foot off the ground? All right. So this lets you know that you're starting this year off on the right foot. Max Ocado, he says this, and I finish. If there are a thousand steps between us and God, he will take all but one. He will leave the final one for us. The choice is ours. So as we start today, as day one, January 1st, will you step out, step on, step in, or step out. My prayer is that we all step together. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for yet another year, a new chapter. Lord, it's a blank page. Father, as we look to 23, Lord, I know that you're already speaking to people in this room, to everyone and the ones watching online, and you're telling them that, Lord, you need them to step out, or you're telling them they need to step on, or they need to step in, or, Lord, you're asking them to step up. And so, Father, I pray that this year, every one of us in this room and watching online are not the same person we are today in May. And Lord, come September, we're even different, even more. Lord, we have better fruit. Lord, even our gifts are growing because of our fruit. So Lord, direct us and lead us this year. Let us be that light for you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us tonight. I hope you had a great Christmas and a wonderful new year. We do have some fellowship time in the gym if you want to join us for that. I believe there's supposed to be some Christmas goodies in there. I really hope you brought them. It's kind of my special request that I asked because um, I would like to have some. And so Christmas goodies in there. Meet us in the gym for a time of fellowship. If one of your children is in the children's program, do us a favor and grab them before you go to the fellowship. All right? God bless you guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for checking out this week's message. Bethel Church Podcast. We hope that it's blessed you and encouraged you. And that you come back and check out next week's message as well. 